This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. A lot of you will remember back in the day when we went through the first real wave of conference expansion and movement that we once did a draft of a conference expansion draft, which was, frankly, one of the most fun things we have ever done uh, on a show I was involved in. And we had some rules for the draft that in order for you to uh, add a school, you had to have a border with another school in your league. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. You had to do that. It was fun. It was a game of risk for those people who have ever played risk. It was a great game of risk. What's happening today in college sports has nothing to do with that at all. But for those of us who are fascinated by it, and I am fascinated by it, it is an, an incredibly complex, albeit Hugely impactful topic, and I said this yesterday. We get hyper-focused about name, image, and likeness. We get hyper-focused about the transfer portal and all of these other things. Pay for play. And their impact on college athletics is it's throwing a pebble into the ocean. Yeah, we see the pebble go in, and it creates ripples. But what is potentially about to happen, maybe not in the next five years, but down the road for sure, could end college sports as we know it. Could end it. I think we all have to get ready for that potential reality. Chip Patterson, CBSSports.com. Cover womp, three punch. Womp. There you go. College sports <laughs> is over. Let's <laughs> bring Chip on. <laughs> You're going to help us save it, Chip. So I want to okay. talk about the Magnificent Seven, which magnificent is not the word I would use, uh, but it is a, f- a fun, catchy way because of the great movie and the great Clash song. Uh, and I'm not talking about the remake movie, the original movie with Hugh Brenner, Charles Bronson, James Coburn, those, those guys. Um, and the Clash song is great. But the Miami, Florida State, Clemson, North Carolina, NC State, Virginia, Virginia Tech 7 that apparently met and discussed, well, maybe if we all broke the grant of rights, we could dissolve the league. Well, that's not what they said. Except that's what what, what would happen. That's what we have inferred. Right, except that's what would happen, right? So they have all met together. Yes. And they've all met with attorneys. They have also met in groups of two. They've met in groups of three, and they've met with attorneys, and they are sharing notes. What do your attorneys say about mm-hmm. this grant of rights? How you know all of the different questions are about the grant of rights? And you know what? I've even heard from some people that it's like, well, yeah, you know who's checked out the grant of rights? Every single school. Sure. It's not like these seven are the only ones that have looked into this document because. This is a financial situation that has been locked in place because of decision-making from that 2016 time, which at the time we celebrated because the grant of rights, as it was set up, this 20-year agreement came along with this Notre Dame as a partial Mm -hmm. partner. 
This was solidifying the ACC. Right. We said, this is it. And everybody everybody signed it. Everybody signed it. Everybody was good. But 2016 values do not match the values that we have seen as these conferences have come up for renegotiation. And that is creating the gap that is only continuing to grow. And it will. It it is only you doing your due diligence as a leader at one of these universities to look into this document and figure out if there's other ways to do it. I mean, breaking the grant of rights could potentially end up with signing another document, even with the exact same membership. You just don't want to still be at the old deal. So I think that this group has a couple of things that are unique. Number one, there's no private schools. None. Right. We have, Is that a mistake? I think that's a mistake. I, I think that we have state universities that are big brands and big flagships with large alumni bases compared to the rest of the conference. And that if you go to a media rights consultant, and they talk about your potential client base and how many potential customers you could have out here, how many eyeballs would be interested in your product, I think that these are the schools that would be near the front. I think you can also divide them into nice little even groups because we've known about Florida State, Clemson, and Miami. Mm -hmm. They've been out at the forefront of this. I think North Carolina and NC State have to be linked with any sort of future conference decisions, Mm -hmm. whether it was breakout on their own or go somewhere else because I don't think – the North Carolina General Assembly would let one go without the other. <laughs> Probably not. And do, uh, another conference. Just, we I, we just did. We, we dealt with that with Virginia. How long ago, right? That was the first first wave. No offense to Virginia Tech, but they were not supposed to be part of the first wave. Nope. And Virginia and Virginia Tech similarly are linked. And how yeah. about this? And uh, David Teal, you know, obviously phenomenal. We, we spoke do, to we, him the other day. He's the best. Okay. So in his write up that I think was posted last night. He mentioned that Whit Babcock, the Virginia Tech athletic director, was very much on the forefront of this and that the Virginia athletic director, Carla Williams, even the quote was, and he said, and she said it jokingly, Whit speaks for the both of us. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like there's the Virginia coalition, there's the North <laughs> Carolina coalition, and then there's the Florida State Clemson Miami coalition. They all are on the forefront of the most valuable brands to a media rights deal in the ACC, there's one missing. There is one missing, but I've got my own sort of weirdo theories about that. All right. The the one that's missing is Adam Golden studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. That's when it's time for my 401k survival oh, oh, look box at that. set. You see it right here. I've got workbooks, <laughs> guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a $300 value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a $1,000 value for the next 18 of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call 888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group a North Carolina registered investment advisor. It's not the biggest brand, but I think it's the second biggest brand in the ACC, and that's Duke. Correct. Carolina is the biggest brand in the ACC, I think. Because it's not, realize, I realize that all of this is made for football, and Clemson is the biggest football brand. But as a university and as an athletic department, we, this is, I realize the most money is made from football, but this is always going to be all-encompassing. If you're going to have a network, we got football for 14 days a year. 
Maybe more when you spread it out over Fridays and Saturdays and an occasional Thursday. But basically, let's say 20 days a year you got football. And you got basketball all the other times and the other sports. Duke is the second biggest brand in the league. Uh, the um, the marketing analysts basically all agree in mass in spite of the fact that their football would be last. And by the way, somebody's got to lose games. No offense to Duke. We say this all the time. You can't just keep adding great teams and great teams to your league because then you eat away at your own records. Somebody, somebody's got to finish last. I'm not saying that Duke will. Duke might win the league this year. I'm only half kidding about that. Um, but we'll find out when they play Clemson. It'll be illuminating. I've talked about this. Teams. I think that you're, you're asking me right now. I'll take Duke right now, sight unseen. I'll take the Blue Devils uh, in the opener at Wallace Wade Stadium, uh, opening weekend of the season. Um, so. What is the mission of those seven magnificent schools when they meet? Because we've had the grant of rights for almost four years now. This we've had. Well, we've had the grant of rights longer than that. We've had the new media deal with ESPN through 2036. I think it was signed in 19, right? Maybe it might've been signed a little bit earlier than that. So we've all known about it. Everybody is, we've been looking at the grant of rights uh, for now two summers because uh, everybody really started looking at it when Oklahoma and Texas announced that they were flipping to the SEC. Then everybody got into a lather, which I understand. So we've all been looking at the grant of rights. Nobody's challenged it yet. What are we doing? We are preparing what our very pointed comments are going to be when. What has already happened, according to ESPN's David Hale, when there was intent, quote, intense frustration inside the athletic director's meeting room with multiple members admitting to raised voices and a few profanities I like it. that Miami's Dan Radakovich chalked up to as, quote, an airing of grievances. Cue the Seinfeld clip. Uh, and then, quote, <laughs> people had to say where they were and why do you feel that way, which leads me to believe that not that threat was made, but that you at least needed to have the information already prepared so that if you were going to make a threat or if you were going to try and establish leverage, that you had already done your research, you had already done your homework. And that, to me, is what getting together, getting on the same page, looking at the grant of rights with attorneys, figuring out exactly what your options are. It is all about leverage, posturing, going into that room so that when voices are raised and tempers are flared and people are saying things that might be a little bit over the top, that you're not <laughs> reckless, that you are going in there and you are making a threat that's realistic. What, what, because, is, what is Florida State's threat? Oh, no, the, the, the threat to me. <laughs> this is not inside what is, information. What is Florida but, State's threat? Florida State has the least amount of power because they already <laughs> said everything. Like the right, it's true. North Carolina and NC State have more power than Florida State right now. They like, if, but if those schools say we're going to dissolve the conference and go start our own league, right? That is the threat that is real. That is the threat that could work because if you've got less mm -hmm. schools, your per school payout is going to go up. If you don't have a Boston College, a Syracuse, uh, some of the other schools in the conference. Well, then you don't have to feed them right. the same way that you do in the current ACC. The only mystery piece, which I truly do not know, is whether ESPN would agree to sign a media rights deal with this new conference because that is the only way that you do it.
All right, that- so uh, this is my follow-up. I might have, because you and I have been texting about a lot of this already over the last couple of days. My follow-up to that is you still have an inventory problem. And on top of that, because win-loss records are the most important thing if you've got a seven-team league. And I'll throw Duke in there because there's zero, I just, I, I can't even fathom not bringing in Duke with this group. I just can't. Correct. Right? Correct. So if you add Duke to it, you're going to play seven conference games. Maybe somebody will go 7 I mean, you're thinking competitively, and I just don't think that that's the thought process. But the here. inventory, the, if I'm ESPN, I'm looking at it, I need to put the most attractive games I can on the field. Right? Uh, so people will be interested. I want to create, have this network and put all these games on it. There's just not enough inventory there for me because it is about that. So are they willing to then go bananas in terms of scheduling? Because that's the that's the piece. Uh, that's actually, if you create all these extra non-conference opportunities, you could have some attractive games. You 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 could have attractive games, and then, like I said, the win loss records matter. So all of a sudden, your third best team is seven and four, and they're not ranked. And we are pre we are conditioned to, to look at the teams that are ranked that are eight and one, nine and one, nine and two. For the record, again, I think this is leverage and posturing right. and like the the idea like what is the threat that is credible? We are going to go start our own conference mm-hmm. is a threat. I don't think that's the outcome. Like for the record, you and I are right. talking this out, but I do not think that that is the outcome, but I think that is a more credible threat than because if I'm Boston I man, poor Boston College. They're the example that we just keep using for well, all of this. But, yeah, um, they are. Boston, Boston College would be like, you guys do not have landing spots. Because that's true. The SEC. That's the next, that's the next thing I was going to get to you. Want, no, the <laughs> SEC does not want to expand with ACC leftovers. Right. The Big Ten is not interested in expanding by picking up scraps. The members of schools in those conferences Look at the ACC as lesser than. Yeah. And they don't want to have to add somebody else to the table that they've got to feed. We in ACC country are like, this school goes here, this school goes here, this school goes here. Minnesota ain't voting <laughs> to add Virginia. That's <laughs> bad for Minnesota. All right, so the, the, Chip Patterson is with us. Brad Crawford, 24-7, which is the kind of uh, you guys are connected to CBS Sports. Sure. Uh, he put out the video yesterday talking about, oh, NC State would be a better fit in the SEC. Like, from whose perspective? Sure, from State's perspective, yeah. But the SEC doesn't want State. I'm not sure the SEC, they certainly don't want Florida State. I'm not sure they even really want Clemson. Although, push comes to shove, they might add Clemson as a one-off with somebody else if if there was anybody else available that would make them better. Um, And... So how many of that magnificent seven? If everybody in the league was a free agent right now, who would find a landing spot in one of those two leagues? North Carolina. That's it? Uh, just like if we got to go power ranking, right? Like what is who is the first school that finds a spot? North I, Carolina. I, I said that there were two, 
I said North Carolina and Virginia would probably be two. That would right. I think the Big Ten would have interest in Virginia because of the academics and all. They are very like minded. Minnesota would not vote for them, I'm sure. But right, right uh, <laughs> fine. Uh, but I think I think Virginia, you can make a case for Virginia. I think the third team in that group is probably Duke. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. For the Big Ten as well? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I just don't um, see how you how they're they're left out of somebody some I mean, hell, even the SEC might be after it. I mean, so there was the National the, University, like Notre Dame Light. Of um, the very beginning, by the way, I, I'm sure you've referenced it, but like Ross Dellinger's sort of table setter on mm-hmm. Monday for Sports Illustrated. Sunday, I read very, it Sunday night. It was great. It's very, very good. Um, and he even mentioned in there, again, he, he does a really good job of dropping one-offs. You know, we get stuck, but like you realize there are well-reported details in there. Kevin Warren wanted another round of expansion, and Big Ten yeah. said no. Big Big Ten's like, no, 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 we're good. That's why he's with the Chicago Bears now. Expansion is exhausting for these schools and these conferences and these presidents. You have to provide, like, like overwhelming evidence of why these schools are going to be better because all it leads is to more headaches for conferences. I don't – I think that that's why the – if you're going to try to call the bluff of the Magnificent Seven – it's the idea that they're all going to go and have landing spots right away because I don't think the Big Ten and the SEC, like the, you know, what the Big Ten is interested in Notre Dame. When right when Notre Dame Notre Dame is, is going, not interested in them, but that's fine. When Notre Dame wants to dance, the Big Ten is like, come on down, because even the idea of Oregon and Washington was like, ah, nah, yeah. not right now. And so I I think that how about this? As long as the college football playoff exists as it currently is constructed, then I don't think that the Big Ten and the SEC have any motivations to be expanding and picking up scraps and leftovers, which is why I don't think the ACC is going to implode anytime soon. And the Magnificent Seven is trying to get us to a point where the schools that they believe are worth more can get more money. Yeah, we're not going to bridge the gap, though. I think we we know we we know where the Big Ten money and the SEC money is headed. It's going to be in the neighborhood of a hundred million dollars uh, a year shared revenue equally uh, in those leagues, and the ACC is probably going to max out in terms of shared revenue and around between fifty and fifty five. That's what the projections say over the life of the ACC's deal, right? Uh, so I think the on, there is on, an answer. Like, not a lot, but there's an answer if you take a look at the Big 12. Because what the Big 12 is doing, we roll our eyes at it. Oh, you're Mm going to go play in Mexico. Oh, you're going to go to Rucker Park. Oh, sure. But that's Brett Yormark saying, I have maxed out television revenue. I have to come up with other revenue streams. And that's the next step for the ACC is what do you have and what can you do to get creative to create revenue where it does not exist right now? Two things, and I'm, we're going to have to say goodbye to Chip Patterson. This has been uh, fun and rip-roaring and all of that uh, at Chip underscore Patterson. 
Um, I think the ACC should go look around the sports world, not the college world. Look around the sports world and see where professional teams are tapping into revenue sources. And that's what they should do. If I were North Carolina, I would slap the biggest Bojangles logo I could on my uniforms. Right there in the front, man. I'd slap big bow, right Bojangles right across the front of the football jersey. I don't care. It's revenue. People will get over it. I don't know how much Premier League soccer or any soccer you watch. I watch tons of it. I don't it ain't Liverpool across the chest. It's standard charter. I don't know what the hell standard charter is. But there it is, right on the right on the crest. Right I was there. just laughing, thinking about Emirates Airlines. There you go. <laughs> like Emirates, the, uh, yeah. Etihad, whatever. They even named their stadiums after it. Uh, Brighton is American Express. Right? Who cares? We we love the team. We love the school. We'll all get over the supposed eyesore of the ad. That's just one thing. Taking games to Mexico. Yeah. How about the ACC establishing a conference structure in football that allows for semifinal games, not just a championship game, but also a semifinal game. What be creative, create as many revenue streams as you can and try to bridge the gap that way because we're not bridging the gap in other ways. I mean, it's, it's it is uh that's your point earlier. Getting all the way there is not going to happen no because chance. you just don't have the bodies. Yep. You do not have the human beings on planet Earth that went to the universities that you have at these massive state schools in the Big Ten and in the SEC. They just they they're just not there. And if we want to talk about the great enrollment cliff of 2026, Jeez. then it ain't coming either, so I, I am with you. Get creative, and uh, I, I would not be surprised, not if if we come out with something announced out of this, but if we move down the line to uh, to the ACC going to some sort of merit based mm-hmm. uh, revenue distribution. It, it that that will happen when we get to the the twelve team playoff era, and when we get to the sixteen team playoff era. And when we get to the 2014 playoff, Eric, I think not we'll stop, stop at 16. I think we'll stop at 16. I bet you right now, but we're probably 15 years from it getting there, but it will get there. We'll, we're not going to stop. Oh, we'll stop eventually. We're not. It's oh, not, it's eSports 20 years from now. Come on. <laughs> well, that's probably true. Uh, Chip, you're the man. I'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Y'all be well. Gosh, that was fun. All right. Uh, it is, by the way, all of that, I'm sure, or at least uh, copious amounts of it, will be available on the Adam Gold Show YouTube page because it was worth your time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.